ready to go. <laughs> Me. All right, man. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. Um, and joined today by new guest, uh, Twitter icon, but new low expectations guest, Grayson. Grayson, how you doing today, man? Appreciate you having me and uh, appreciate the Twitter icon shout out. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Hopefully we get the, that some of that, uh, that, that kind of energy we see on the timeline here tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, today we're just here to pick games. I mean, you got degenerate in your bio, so I just knew you were the perfect guy for this episode. Um, passed down through the family. Absolutely love losing <laughs> money on sports for some reason. And, uh, yeah, I got some picks for today and uh, ready to get through them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to start Thursday night. Uh, most of you listening, uh, first of all, appreciate it. But uh, um, probably not going to get this game in. You're probably going to have already seen this game by the time you listen to this pick. But if you were betting, if you're planning to put money on this game, uh, then you probably have a gambling problem anyway. Grayson, how about you go ahead and tell the listeners how much money you have on tonight's game? <laughs> and one to always stay away from the Chargers. The Chargers are <laughs> incredible at finding ways to lose games, as uh, most of your listeners probably know. But <laughs> if I were to put money on this game, I would – Definitely uh, be taking the Chargers at three and a half. I saw some places it was Chargers plus three. I would buy that half point just to be safe. But um, with the Raiders, you know, they've had these last couple weeks. They just look like an all-out bad team. Um, That win, if you can call it that, against the Jets was atrocious. And um, I think this is a game – that the Chargers could come in and win outright. If I were going to bet this game, I would bet the Chargers' money line straight up. Um, they're, if they're going to lose, they're going to get beat by more than four points, in my opinion. So I would take Chargers' money line. But like I said, uh, betting on the Chargers, it's not a fun one. No, it's never enjoyable. Uh, and maybe when they get Anthony Lynn on out of there, it might be a little more appealing to take the Chargers. But yeah, I'm totally with you. This is a toss-up game. I mean, it's hard to go one way or another. Uh, I, I kind of like the Chargers, too, just because grab the points in a shootout, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, the Chargers' money line makes a lot of sense. I, to be honest, don't have a strong feel one way or another on this one. Um, and the game has already started, to tell you guys the truth. Uh, just a couple drives in, so it's 0-0 right now. So kind of just going to skim past this one. Um, going to two Saturday games this, this week, uh, love the Saturday games. Um, first Saturday game bills at Broncos bills, six point favorites here coming off a big, big win, uh, Denver, another team, I guess you could throw in the category this year of just kind (laughs) of, you never know what you're going to get week to week. Tough to bet on, uh, this line sitting at six Grayson, what do you think here? Interesting to me. So the Denver Broncos schedule recently, if you look at that Saints game where all the quarterbacks were out with COVID and for not wearing masks, it can really throw you off how close they've been in all of their recent games. They they beat the Panthers outright. Drew Locke, who I have no belief in, 
played an excellent game. Um, they lose to the Chiefs by six, 22 to 16. They beat the Dolphins by seven. It's a really, like, you first glance at this game, I was just like, Bill's my six. They're going to win by a touchdown. So I'm not confident in this pick. I would take Bill's minus six just because it's, you know, one touchdown win that doesn't seem insane, right? But I would, right. I would not – I wouldn't sleep on the Broncos plus six here. I think, uh, you know, you get a Bills team that maybe feels like they're walking into a free win. You know, you might, you might see a close game throughout the stretch. Yeah. I like that logic. I actually like Denver here. I like, I like your logic. I think this could be a a little bit of a letdown spot for Buffalo. Like you mentioned, uh, coming off that huge win, Um, they, they still play Miami. So even if they lost a game, they probably, could still take care of the division. Uh, Denver, you're right. I mean, they're just – they're in a lot of these games. Um, so so no belief in Drew Locke. I think plus six for Denver here is a decent play, but uh, I don't feel uh, great one way or another. So what do you think of watching Drew Locke? Because uh, I'm sure as you do too, both living in Utah. Uh, I think you live in Utah. Uh, how about you tell everyone you're at? I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, the Broncos um, – like, what do you think of Drew Locke watching him as a – because I'm sure, like, a lot of Bronco fans, they really believe in him. They really like him. And I'm kind of with you. I just I just don't – I don't see it with him yet at all. As you know, I'm a Jaguars fan. So, like, I, I'm used to watching <laughs> shitty quarterbacks. And Drew Locke, I think, is fooling those Bronco fans that have bought in simply because he has a pretty good line. He doesn't have a stellar running game, but he has really good weapons outside. Um, So I think, you know, that makes up a little bit for where he's lackluster in other areas. But I'll be honest, there are times when I watch him and I go, I might be wrong about this guy. So, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not totally like I can't be I'm not unwavering on my opinion of Drew Locke. But if I had to bet, which I love to do, it would be that he's not going to turn out to say anything more than a wild card type quarterback. I think I think that's a very fair take. I really like that. Um, yeah, because he he can flash sometimes, like and he did last week against Carolina. Uh, but anyway, this game like Denver plus six. Yeah, I think that's that's my play. So you're on Buffalo though minus six. You think they 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 keep it going? Where do you think of Buffalo? in terms of that, where they rank and in, in the to hierarchy of the AFC, that's kind of been the talk off that Pittsburgh win. Um, they're riding high. Um, Josh Allen, a guy that, hey, like Denver fans, there's your case in point, right? If you're looking for a guy that struggled uh, with accuracy problems throughout the start of his career and then has really seemed to at least put it together so far this year, um, so what do you are you buying in on Buffalo? Uh, a lot of people are saying they're even the second best team in the AFC. Where do you see Buffalo landing there? That comparison, you know, really looking at like the the first two. Hey, sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, like uh, Buffalo. That comparison, Drew Locke, Josh Allen. Of the comparison between Josh Allen and uh, Drew Locke in the sense of those first two seasons of Josh Allen, I was also very low on him. Probably would have been saying the same thing. Yeah, I, but I, I think it's I think that's what Denver needs to look to. Um, but yeah, like Buffalo, 
is so interesting to me because I'm still almost waiting for Josh Allen to turn back into a pumpkin per se uh, and like flash his ugly head at the worst time for them. But also they look, they look damn good. Like (laughs) they look damn good at the same time. So I'm having trouble, I guess, balancing like Josh Allen. I believe so strongly he wasn't very good. I mean, I guess that's the lesson. Don't, believe that strongly one way or another on young quarterbacks but it's tough still for me to like turn around and say yes buffalo is that team at least but what 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 do you think there i mean what what was that who were they playing the dallas cowboy game from last year where he just i mean he melted down in the end of that game last year trying to i mean reggie bush lateral type action so i mean i I, I'm like you. I'm conflicted on on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in general. Their defense looked um, towards the beginning of the season. They really just didn't look like the Buffalo defense I expected. But I I believe in them, man. I really think I think the AFC is so loaded that like saying you know a second best or third best team in the AFC doesn't mean much week to week. But Will I be surprised if it's the Chiefs versus the Bills in the AFC Championship? No, not at all. I, I could definitely see it. And, um, I mean, he looks good. Stephon Diggs is another guy I was low on last year who's just proving me wrong as maybe being a top five to ten wide receiver in the NFL. So, Yeah, I mean, it's, they look they look really good. Um, it's, it's interesting. That's a good point, though, about just second or third. I mean, that kind of t- – does it really matter? Um, it's the game will probably be in Pittsburgh unless Pittsburgh gets upset, I guess, or they do. But like, um, yeah, like it, that's it's uh, a good point. Um, they're interesting though; they're definitely a fun team to watch. They can light up the scoreboard, uh, but so can Denver. Denver can kind of keep up in these games, like you were mentioning. I'm going through their scores too. Uh, I know we're kind of going long on this Denver Buffalo game, but that's actually like a weirdly fun game to me. Um, and then next Saturday night game, my team is involved, the Packers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but that's, I cheer for them. Um, if they play the Panthers at home, they're eight-point favorites. Uh, what do you think here? Uh, I can never talk rationally about this team, so I usually just give it to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's a week of uh, this team's, you know, going to the Super Bowl. This is the year, and then, you know, one other week they lose a game and it's like, you know, they're going to be a first round exit. Um, this one, I, I, I did get some bias, you know, uh, the great Bill Simmons did a pod on uh, and talked about how, you know, and it's so true each year, the Packers have a game where they're playing a team that is below them and they get throttled for some reason. And each year the Packers have a game where they're going up against a team and they just slaughter them. So this game to me is either going to be the Panthers are within one, maybe even win, or the Packers are going to win by 30. Um, With the way Rodgers is playing, my pick would 100% be, I mean, even if this line was at Packers minus 10, I'd take the pack there. I mean, Rodgers is the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. And it's, it's kind of sad that Pat Mahomes is here because he should be, you know, he, he had that five-year window of being the most talented quarterback in the NFL at least. And then this guy comes in from Texas tech and just takes all that shine, but that, okay. <laughs> but you, you've got to be crazy in my opinion to bet the Panthers. Um, you've got to be a fan of 
the Bears or the Lions and just hold a grudge, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I mean, it's, it's really nice that McCaffrey's. Not, I mean, not nice. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not happy that he's hurt or anything, but just as a fan of the Packers, it's nice that he's not in this game, uh, because. Yeah, I mean the goat Simmons gets he gets Obama again. I mean, just incredible stuff. Um, uh, but like, yeah, I think that or that could be like a recipe where McCaffrey runs wild, and um, you know, Carolina has some decent weapons on offense. Um, but no, McCaffrey kind of makes it more comfortable as a as a Packers fan, um, just to at least for them to maybe kind of take care of business. It's so true, though. And it's funny how everyone kind of knows that, where they they'll either kind of play close with the team below them, or they'll absolutely crush them. Um, and there's kind of no in between. And so I, I'm with you there. It'll either be a blowout or annoyingly close. Um, hopefully not annoyingly close, but at least it's Saturday night, so I can get drunk as all get out if they lose. So make it um, more interesting. You know, you don't have to turn it <laughs> off by halftime. <laughs> There we go. There we go. But yeah, like I think minus eight has to be the play there, especially like the way Rogers is at home. Like I know no fans, but um, Carolina too might be checked out on this season. Um, anyway, but going on to the Sunday games, have a different, have some, have a setup for us, so uh, we're at least somewhat organized. Um, gonna go Sundays. Boomer is back. I don't know if you saw this, Grayson. Uh, we're like you said, we're kind of cut from the same cloth before the pod, so I think you might appreciate this. Uh, the primetime show, Boomer, he's coming back. Uh, with I think Teej is even coming back. Um, the game of the week. Uh, so we're doing the Boomer is back primetime game of the week. He's going to lead this primetime show with Teej Sunday night with the music and everything. It's going to be it's going to be great. Um, and it's it's got to be Chiefs at. Uh, Saints. It was kind of an easy choice this week. Um, definitely the game of the week. It's the 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 champs versus the Saints. Chiefs minus three in New Orleans. What do you think for this one? Favorite play probably of the week. I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's the Saints. They're coming off of a loss. You put the Vegas putting them. At, I got them at three and a half. The Chiefs. I I love it. The Chiefs have been close in games recently that they should not have been close in. They haven't won a blowout game since playing the Jets. I This is the week where a three and a half, these guys are going to win by at least seven, in my opinion. I mean, Drew Brees is not back this week, correct? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still seeing Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback for the Saints. I think if this Chiefs defense was atrocious, they're not. Uh, Alvin Kamara does not like his numbers are just bad with Taysom Hill compared to Drew Brees. The weapons are not a threat like they would be um, in any other year with Drew Brees in New Orleans with the crowd. Sure, I get the minus three and a half. This I I love this line. I'm banging Chiefs all the way. It's about time they win a game by more than six points. But like they've been doing the last couple of weeks, they'll probably win this by three. He's throwing my hands up, wondering how the fuck that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, that's the worry, right? That, but I, I love it too. I love, I love the Chiefs here. I, I'm with you all the way. Um, it's hard. I, I get that. I think it's hard to, to see if the Chiefs. I mean, because they've been playing close, like you mentioned. Uh, that Miami game, 
it's weird that that game got close. They're, it's weird that the Denver game was close. I'm not sure if the Chiefs are bored or if they're actually kind of struggling in these games because I never feel like they're ever going to lose. Um, so, uh, you know, we're picking spread here, but maybe, I mean, if you are not don't mind laying the juice, I mean, maybe just grabbing Chiefs money line. I, I think that's still minus. On, it's in the minus 100 somewhere still, so it's not too bad. I mean, I think that's a – I think that's almost easy money like I, I don't see how they don't take care of business I understand the Saints defense has been impressive this year it's really been the way they've been winning games um and but I just I mean nobody's stopping this offense it doesn't matter what defense you put out in front of them um I mean Mahomes throws three picks last week and, and it doesn't even it doesn't even matter <laughs> and they're on the road against the playoff team and then they still easily score in the 30s and well, yeah, that, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's one of my favorite plays of the week, too, yeah. the Chiefs. That Dolphins game and the Buccaneers game and the Broncos game, those are the type of games where the score, like if you look at the score and didn't watch the game, it fools you. Oh, that was close. They, they were never close. We, we always knew the Chiefs were winning each of those games. But, yeah, like you said, Chiefs right now, minus 170 money line. If you want to throw in them and the the teams that you know the Jaguars and Jets are playing probably a good play for a little three-teamer but yes yes love that love that yes I mean the the the, whoever the the tank for Trevor I mean we're getting we'll get to your team um they're not in this section the next (laughs) section which is a playoff contention um with games with playoff implications uh starting out here you mentioned the Bucks um interesting team a team i cannot get a hold of i can't decide if i like if green bay played the bucks if i'd be like overconfident or and like just feel like they definitely play well or if i'd be scared of tampa like it's a really weird team uh they're going to atlanta a game that i just will tell you right now i have a hard time picking handicapping for sure uh it's tampa by i'm seeing five and a half right now um what do you think here? <laughs> this this is a game to me that if if Atlanta won, I, actually, excuse me, my bookies has Tampa up to six and a half. Um, but yeah, what do you think here? This is a game that I really it's hard for me to handicap. That many points leans makes me lean Atlanta to be honest. These things where the Falcons and the Chargers are one of one of the same, right? You know you. You don't feel right. comfortable betting the Buccaneers, but if you bet the Falcons in this and they lose by two touchdowns, you're going to be like, why did I like, of course, you know, of course that was going to happen. Um, I like the Bucks. I got them at minus six in this game. I just simply because I think they're a better team. Um, Atlanta, I, I just can't bet on them anymore. They've, they've ruined so many parlays for me. They've, you know, just crushed me. Um, that win against the Vikings last week looks like a good win. It looks like a two-score win, and then you go back and you know that the kicker, you know, just absolutely shit himself the entire game. Lost yeah. yeah. So, like you, I don't feel confident in this game whatsoever, but if I were to bet it, I would definitely be betting, you know, there's something about Brady in December, right? And that's kind of what I'd throw my money on. Some yeah, uh, like Brady's like Brady's numbers. I'm looking at them now. They're really not bad. Um, Thirty TDs, eleven ints. Like ints a little high. Completion percentage a little low. But I mean that uh, I think to be expected in an Arians led offense. Um, 
you know, to be fair, he, he hasn't been horrible. But, I mean, just watching him sometimes, like, you really just, like, watch him on a random Sunday. Uh, he misses a lot of throws. Like, you, I don't really know if you can deny that anymore. His his accuracy is, is not what it used to be, um, especially down the field. Like, the numbers show that. Um, I think even watching him shows that. Uh, it, it, it's, weird. it's just a weird fit. Um, I'm not sure Arians will be there next year, so it might not matter uh, much longer. But as terms of this year, I just worry that they're going to be able to put it together enough for three rounds to potentially win the NFC. Uh, like, I just – I'm not sure they can. This game, I'm throwing my hands up, man. I'll take Atlanta because that many points at home. But, yeah, like, I could see looking up, like, wow. I'm definitely not putting my actual money on it because – I could look up Sunday and Tampa's up 17-3, and I'm like, what? what that would have been, yeah. I definitely see that scenario. So yeah, it's an it's um, an interesting one with Brady. Just real quick, I just there's times when I'm watching him this season, and he's throwing the deep ball like he did five years ago, and I really think you know it's been talked about a lot. It's not like I'm some guru, but like they just need to hand they need to do the Peyton Manning Broncos thing where they go, you know what? you do what you're good at. And like, we're just going to hand over the car to you. And um, I, I think right. Arians is this offensive guy who, you know, thinks he knows better. Maybe he does, but yeah, it's an interesting game. It'll be interesting to see what the Bucks can do going forward. But Yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. All right. So keeping on the playoff playoff implications uh, next game, New England Patriots going to the Miami Dolphins. I'm sure you've seen this line might be a little low for some people that haven't seen it or just hearing it. Um, the Miami Dolphins are only two point favorites. This game is in Miami's and it, it's, it's a two point line. Who, I mean, it, it, Miami it's, they're want, they're begging you to take Miami. They're, they're, <laughs> they really want you to take Miami. Uh, I don't know. It's scaring me that this is too low. What do you think here, Grayson? This game, um, I love the Dolphins minus two. I, I just think the Dolphins' defense is damn good. Cam Newton sucks. Like, it's, it's over. It's over. There's no more. And I was on this train at the beginning. You know, Cam Newton had that MVP season. It was beautiful. And he's basically sucked ever since. And he sucks this year. They don't have any weapons. Damian Harris is good. The, the Brian Flores, he's not going to come into this game unready. I, I love this game. Um, if the Dolphins lose this game, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll eat my words, but I love the Dolphins minus two. I like what I saw from Tua last week. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very bullish on the Dolphins this week. So Belichick going against a rookie quarterback does not scare you. No, I, but I'm excited to hear it. You know, I'm excited for the – the good old Belichick. Oh, this is his record against rookie quarterbacks. Notch a win in that record. I actually don't even have it. I don't even have it. Have it Sunday, right? So, <laughs> but, like, it, I mean, you thought I'd be way more prepared than that. But, no, I don't even have the record for you. But it's just that's the only reason I could have imagined the line too, too low. I honestly – you talked me into Miami there. Like, I think I might go place a bet on Miami after this podcast. I mean, <laughs> um, like, I, I think their defense, I think you're right. I think their defense can really kind of control this game. Um, the Cam thing, uh, I've kind of been a Cam defender, uh, not as much as some, but to the to, to a decent extent. Um, 
the MVP season number wise is an outlier. Like, I don't know really how else to argue that at this point. Um, the 2018 stretch, then he got hurt. He's always got hurt. He's had flashes in big moments like that playoff game uh, against New Orleans, however long ago that was, where he was, I mean, that was incredible. He was incredible in that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, his, his, his outlier, his like raw numbers, they just, they don't scream very good outside 2015. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know if they're going to be and this year. It's just, yeah, you're right. Like he's just, it's just done. Like it's it, <laughs> like, they can't even throw the ball and he, he doesn't have much um, weapons to be fair. Like he, they're running like two receiver sets with Jacoby Myers and uh, Nikhil Harry, who, every Patriot fan hates. Um, but so it's not, I guess it's not all him, but they, they can't, they can't even throw it. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. He, he didn't have much of a market last year. We'll see this year if there, there yeah. is, but so you just think, do you think he's done or do you think he'll have a team next year? Back up somewhere next year. Um, I mean, I, I just don't know how you could look at this season and be a team and feel confident at all thinking that he's going to be your starter week one, you know, I, he, it'd be one thing to like, my best kind of example is he has no receivers. Like you said, it's, you know, if your best receivers, Jacoby Myers, there's a problem, Um, but he has, he has no receivers, but he adds on to that with the worst pocket awareness I've ever seen in an NFL quarterback. And I mean that like, and I, like I said earlier, I'm a Jaguars fan. I've seen terrible QBs my entire life. He is lost in a pocket and yeah, I, I don't know what, what next year holds for him. Um, I like Cam. I like, I loved that, that MVP season, but yeah, I, I just think it's over. And I think he's a bad quarterback. <laughs> Do you do? Uh, you're a Florida guy, right? Do you actually like him? You, I, mean, I have a little bit of distaste because um, he should have been the guy after Tebow in uh, Gaines, Gainesville. And right. He left and he won a natty, you know, with a, a school <laughs> that we don't have to talk about. But yeah, there's some distaste there. But <laughs> I, I guess, <laughs> I enjoyed watching Cam when he was good, you know. So it is set like. When Cam's good, right. football's better, but he's just not good anymore. Fair. That's all fair. Uh, especially, I mean, especially this year, it's just done. Um, to another player that uh, um, won't even go there yet, but uh, Seahawks football team. <laughs> uh, Seahawks, Seahawks by six at the football team, the suddenly red hot football team. Um, lead the NFC East, but they they finished the year with a hard schedule and they don't have the tiebreaker to the Giants, so we'll see. But um, Seahawks by six here, another team I'm not very rational about in Seattle. Uh, line seems too high. That's how I feel looking at it first glance. Uh, I think Washington's defense can keep them in this game and. Um, I think I just think it can be close. Every Seattle game is close, and Washington is really playing well right now. Totally disagree with you on this one. I uh, I think I think this is where they get rolling. Um, 
that defense in Seattle has stepped up. We really don't know what the quarterback situation is looking like. I, I, I like Alex Smith. You know, the story's incredible. He's a mediocre quarterback. Um, the defense is damn good. I made a killing off of that um, Redskins Steelers or the football team Steelers game a couple weeks ago. So, you know, I, I like the football team. I just think that good teams and good quarterbacks win in December. And I mean, they're not favored by a touchdown. That's crazy to me. These guys are going to go in. They're going to win by seven, at least in my opinion. I think this is, this is one of my favorite picks. Um, I, I, uh, a, a chase young type isn't going to get after uh, Russell Wilson, like he would against a big Ben or some of these immobile quarterbacks as much. Russell Wilson can get out of the pocket and throw out of the pocket. Um, I, I like it. I like, obviously it was against the Jets last week, but it's got me buying in a little bit. Um, but I do know your feelings on the Hawks and on uh, Russ. I like Russ, um, to be fair. Uh, always have. Big fan. Um, but um, I, I just I just try and say facts about him. It's true. Um, and he, he's just not he doesn't live in that neighborhood of Mahomes and Rogers. Um, and that's fine. Not many do. Uh, sometimes he can get in there. He can, he can get there from time to time, but just on a consistent week to week basis, I don't think he's there. Um, like the, the uh, MV this game. I think you did sell me on this game though, with this, the Hawks, but uh, what were you going to say? Oh, the, your your issue with Russ this year is that it came into the year and there was the MVP talk. He's never won an MVP. He's never won an MVP. And <laughs> yeah, they we were giving that. him the MVP week one. Right. I mean, they really tried to hand it to him right off the bat. And uh, to be fair, he's lost it for himself. So I get where you're coming from. He is in that neighborhood. He lives in that neighborhood. Um, and I I I would love nothing really? more than a Packers Seahawks playoff game in uh, in in Lambeau. Too, it would honestly, it would be we'll so fun. Again. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, yeah, I mean it. Like I, I think you're you're totally right. Like that's what it was like. Wow, like the, every every game is just like okay, we're gonna talk about how Russ hasn't won an MVP yet, and and he hasn't won one just because he hasn't. Like he there. What year should he have won? Exactly. There isn't one, and this year he's not going to win. Um, exactly. And that's fine. But yeah, he's terrifying. He's terrifying to go against. To be fair, let me let me just be totally like he's terrifying. But yeah, the Hawks—they're an interesting team, man. Like they, the, if this defense thing is legit now, um, and they're playing well. It's been about a month and a half now. Of good defensive play after some of the worst we've seen. They've really. It's just Seahawks. It's what they do. Like every late in the year, they have a like better defense than they did at the start. No matter what team like they have, it seems like Pete Carroll and them seem to figure it out one way or another. If they can get like they have these weapons, they're getting scary. They're getting scary this th- th- this game, and then they got the Rams next week. Like they have uh, some interesting games coming up. Um, but you kind of did sell me on minus six. Their defense is playing well enough. And the Washington, like, it sounds like Haskins is going to play, right? Like, Alex Smith just isn't going to be able to um, anymore, which is, like, I mean, that's probably better, <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be honest. Um, but, I mean, if Haskins, who he just has showed so little, 
Um, that'll be tough, but that'll be another good spot for Seattle's defense. So minus six does make sense. Packers Hawks playoffs always insane, very scary. Let me just clear that up. Don't want to get the football gods all mad at me. Um, That's what that is. But uh, there we go. Um, but there, but uh, one more, a couple more here actually in this section. Um, playoff implications. Um, Hawks. Not Hawks. Another bird team, though. Eagles, Cardinals, uh, Jalen Hurts, Mania. I really like the Eagles here. The Eagles are six-point dogs against the Cardinals. Um, I like the Eagles. The the Eagles. It's they're they seemed really rejuvenated again around Hurts. I mean, nothing else changed. Like they said, no, it wasn't about taking wins out. We just had a better week of practice and all that coach and team talk that you kind of got to say, but. To me, it, it really – what else changed? <laughs> I watched them that whole game against Green Bay closely, and, and they were done, man. They were checked out. Um, they definitely got revived when he came in. They're playing better. Um, they played better in that Saints game. Uh, he went nuts. He, he Running-wise, at least, put 100 on the ground. He's not a perfect passer. I didn't even love him as a prospect. Um, but there is something about him, it seems like. He has some – something about him i'm not a big it factor guy but if if you if you buy into that it seems like he has it and they're sitting as six point dogs in this spot um the cardinals have been a team that's really been unimpressive uh the giants were in that the giants offense just did nothing like they gave the cardinals that game single-handedly just gave them that game um but and before that uh the cardinals had been on a rough rough stretch i really like the, the Eagles getting the points here. I think Kurtz can at least keep this close. Um, and this is one of my favorite, more favorite ones of the week. I just, I see the points, man. And I, I, I love it. I can't, I can't deny. If I were re- making a recommendation, I would buy the points to seven and a half. Um, the six is a little sketchy for me just because, you know, a one touchdown from Ty- from Kyler Murray and uh, that can, that can really swing it. But I totally agree. I mean, the Cardinals are one of the most confusing teams of the year. One week, Kyler Murray looks like an MVP candidate. The next week, he looks average, you know. Um, Jalen Hurts, there's just a lot left to be seen. But the Eagles have found a way to stay close in games. Um, Depending on how you look at that Saints game and that Saints win, you're, you either look at that Saints win as Taysom's a bad quarterback and the Saints really aren't that good, or you look at that as a big win from Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Um, I'm with you. I, this is one of the games that I do not have circled on my list. I This game scares me. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cards went in there and won by 28 points. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won outright. Uh, I would, like I said, I'd buy the Eagles points, try to get it up to seven and a half and uh, go from there. But yeah, two really interesting teams that I wouldn't feel comfortable betting on either way. Fair, fair. Um, Next game, playoff implications. And then uh, two more, actually. Uh, This one technically does because they're both fighting for the seventh spot in the NFC, which it's weird because the NFC, in my opinion, over the years has been the stronger conference, at least depth wise, um, more quality playoff teams. Um, and this year that's probably not going to be the case. Like we said, Arizona confusing week to week. Um, and then these two teams are both still alive somehow, 
Bears Vikings. Um, Vikings minus three and a half in this game. Trubisky has been revived a little bit. Back to back decent performances from Mitch. Uh, I suggest an assist. I suggest an extension. To be honest, I really do. Um, and but Vikings sitting at minus three. What do you think here? Bears at Vikings. I'd go Vikings minus three simply because the Vikings are coming off of a rough loss. Um, they are a better coached team. They have the better quarterback, even though I do not like Kirk Cousins by any means. He's the better quarterback in this matchup. Love Justin Jefferson. Get Allen Robinson out of Chicago. I would pound the Vikings if you're betting on this game. Um, they're going to win by a touchdown is what I would say. So the three is a comfortable uh, line for me. Um, but, you know, the Bears, let's see. We'll see if the if the Trubisky stuff can really hold true. I don't think it can. I think he's garbage. I think he's a perennial backup. And, yeah, I'd, take, I'd smash Vikings minus three, three and a half. I'm, I'm actually totally with you on that. I really like the Vikings in this spot. Um, kind of like whoever loses this is done more than likely. I, the Vikings at home, their their offense. I'm not sure she, Chicago will be able to keep up. They kind of have to win this game. They're at New Orleans on Christmas after this, and then at Detroit. Probably could get that Detroit game. Um, so like they're not out of this if they could win this game. Um, so they they could look at maybe that nine and seven, probably eight and eight. So I guess they they might actually be done, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think Vikings minus three and a half is the play. One more here in this this area. Uh, Sunday night game. Pretty interesting game, actually. I mean, the the Giants' offense sucks, but Bears at Giants, not Bears. Browns at Giants. Excuse me. Browns at Giants. Browns just had a very entertaining game that they lost um, on Monday night. Now they're going at the Giants. It's a uh, sitting at. Browns minus six right now. What do you see in this game? Love it. I love this one of my favorites of the week. Um, I, I'm a believer in the teams coming off tough losses. You know, um, sure, the Giants came off of a, you know, quote unquote tough loss, but the Browns just lost a game that would have been huge for them, would have put them in a, in a spot to really fight for the AFC North. Um, I would smash the Browns on this one. The Giants are a bad team. Um, and it's really one of those things that if Baker can just keep playing like he has the last couple of weeks, they can play with anyone and smash teams like the Giants. I think the Browns show up for this game. I think uh, they win by at least a touchdown. And, yeah, I, this is one of my favorite lines of the week. All right, yeah. I mean, like the Giants, man, like their offense is just – it's really, really bad. I mean, their defense is out there playing well in some of these games and keeping them in it, uh, but their offense just can't hang. If, if, if that's what Cleveland's going to show, their firepower on offense, and they've been consistently really good on offense. They seem – Stefanski seems to have his system installed. They seem to have found what works for them with Baker. Baker, who I was really down on to start the year, even when they were winning some of those games, I was like, this guy is not playing well. Um and then he kind of broke out in that Bengals game. And ever since that Bengals game, he's kind of just been been playing really well. And especially these last couple of weeks against your team and then Tennessee and Baltimore, he's 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 put together 
some really good performances. Uh, so, yeah, I'm actually with you. I like the Browns minus six. They should be able to go take care of business. I think they'll be able to run the ball. You saw even Arizona run the ball a little bit on the Giants. So Cleveland's the best running team in the league with those two running backs, you know. So I really think they'll be able to establish the run game as the as they like to say. Everyone likes to establish the run game. Um, so, yeah, I think Cleveland wins, takes care of business there. Okay, so these are just these are just these are all right games. Uh, these are just decent games. Um, starting off here, uh, just games you probably won't be locked in on unless you're a fan. But I mean, you don't mind if they pop on red zone. Probably have some fantasy implications. Um, so this first one we're starting off with is the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are seven and a half point favorites at home against the Texans. What do you think here, Grayson? I love it. I love the Texans in this game, and it, it might come around and bite me. I do, too. I do, too. I was hoping you'd say that. I, we're, we're on one we both like, uh, both both on the Texans. They, they, that last game, they only lost by seven against the Colts, and they fumbled at the at the two, at the one-yard line. I mean, they, they should have maybe won that game or lost by a field goal. I love the seven and a half. Um, I, I just don't like laying seven and a half against Deshaun Watson. You know, he's in a terrible situation, but he is a top five quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, I The Colts are the type of team that if they get up early and they have the lead, they have a great defense and a game-managing quarterback that can keep that lead for them. If the Colts get down in a game, it's all bets off. And that's the type of uh, game that Deshaun Watson can come in and make happen. So, yeah, I love I love the Texans in this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm totally there with you. I think this is a division game that's close. These teams always seem to play really close games. And if you can get that many points with Deshaun, you got to like it, right? The Texans. I don't know, man. Like, the Texans have had really a weird year. They've had, like, the worst luck this year in a way. Like, the schedule they started off with, some of the losses they've had, close losses with Bill O'Brien, like, totally kind of tanking their season with some of those. Um, since then, since they kind of fired him and got Romeo Cornell in there, who's not great by any means, don't get me wrong, but they've been at least competitive in these games. Um they just kept it close with them, you know, two times in three weeks, these teams are playing like you're getting this many points with Deshaun. Really like it. Really like it. Um, that and you go, but a couple uh, more what, real quick. It's one of those where if, if you're indecisive on this game, which quarterback's better. And the, the obvious answer is Deshaun lay the points, grab the Texans. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, what do you think of the Colts? Are they, because, like, some people are actually pretty high on them. They have a, they have a really good defense. Um, are they a team you could see pulling an upset, or are you just anti-Phil Rivers? I feel like you're an anti-Phil Rivers guy. Who I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of with you if you are. Uh, I don't trust Rivers in big spots. I think the interceptions speak for itself. Um, I, 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 I like their defense, though. Um, I wish they had a different quarterback. What do you think on him? Uh, I'm biased. I'm a Jags fan. You know, it's their, their division rival, but – I mean, they, they, they've got all this money tied up in Jacoby Brissett and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is a bad quarterback, a good game manager, if that makes sense. Um, they have some weapons on offense. But, yeah, they're the type of team that I see uh, their, their ceiling is beating someone in the wild card. 
Um, their floor is missing the playoffs due to a loss against a team like Houston. Um, they, it's just the type of team that if they're down, you, you need to bet against them. And yeah, I'm, I'm not a believer. I, I think it's, it's truly disappointing that they don't have a great quarterback because they have a great team around a guy who's way past his prime and will be out of the year, out of the league here in a year or two. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, if, if they made it to round two, I just see them getting crushed by Kansas City. Like that's what I, <laughs> that's what I see the Colts. Like I don't know. I could just see them make like upsetting. Uh, I I don't know. Up, make winning a round one matchup and just getting destroyed by Kansas City. Um, that might be their destiny. But a um, couple more. Uh, this game somehow the Niners are alive. I, I, I this probably should have been a different category, but. Niners, Cowboys. Niners still technically alive for the spot. Cowboys, too. Um, Niners minus three is the line. I actually like Niners minus three. Dallas gets always crazy respect at the line. Like, I I know they won last week, but I was actually surprised they were favored by three and a half last week. I know they crushed Cincy, but um, Dallas, man, I, I, I still think Niners are competitive enough to take care of minus three against Dallas. I'm with you. And the interesting thing about that Bengals game last week is the Bengals fumbled the ball inside the 23 times. So they only ended up scoring seven points, but that's 21 points off the board. Not saying that they would have won, that they should, you know, they, they lost that game pretty handily, but the score shows a much different story than what was actually going on. Rather than that game, they lost to Washington by almost 30 a couple weeks ago. They got killed by the Ravens. Um, I like, it's funny in my head, I immediately, I'm like, I I love the 49ers, but then I just think it's one of those games where I look at the QB situation by no means do I love Andy Dalton, but Nick Mullins and that just chaotic, he, he looks like he's scared when he goes out on the field. Um, but it, it's one of those games where you bet the Cowboys and they lose, you're going to be like, what was I thinking? You know? So I'm with you. I like the 49ers. But I I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys pulled this out, right? Right. It's a I yeah, like it's a stay away money wise for me. Um, just because of that. Like these are two this is five and eight versus four and nine at the end of the day. Um, so it's like two bad teams. Um, but that's what my head jumped to. It's like, oh, I really like minus three for San Francisco, but I don't know. You just don't trust Mullen, San Francisco, like that was kind of their last gasp last week. I wouldn't be surprised if they were just done with this year. Talk about a year from hell. Like, that team has just been – like, they've just been ravaged with injuries. Like, every part of their team, from defense to offense, their quarterback. Like, I mean, they're probably just ready for the offseason. Decimated, yeah. Um, it's, it's been a sad one, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, no tears. No, no tears here. Bro. I <laughs> that. No tears here. <laughs> Um, okay, so this next one is actually uh, a decent one, too, I think. But only because of Lamar. Baltimore's got some playoff implications. And you're the, you're the podcast, man. You're the, you're the guest. It's your team. Jags always have entertaining games, I must say. Um, Jags at Baltimore. Um, line is minus 13 for the Ravens. How do you feel about this game? I'm sure you're just dying they lose and the Jets win at this point, right? 
every week. The hope every week is that the Jets somehow win a game and we continue to lose and, you know, it comes down and we can get Trevor Lawrence. What was your reaction when, when Carr hit rugs? What was your reaction? I would have loved to be um, Cause you have. I was absolutely in fear. I mean, I was that guy who for 24 hours was like, that was on purpose. Like they, they are tanking. I, I might've been yelling that we should take draft picks from them. The NFL should get involved. Um, obviously looking back on it, that was just a typical Greg Williams, you know, blitz decision at what, but the fact, the worst part about that play, if I will, is it wasn't just that play where it was wide open down the field. The very previous play, Derek Carr had Aguilar wide open downfield for a touchdown and missed him by a mile. Missed him. And then the Jets go out the very next play, and it happens again. And I I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. We almost beat the Vikings. I mean, which it's awful rooting against your team to win, but that's where I'm at. Um, So, yeah, that's the hope every week is a Jets win and a Jags loss. Um. Yeah, so let's let's pick this like like let's pick this game, and I actually let's we'll, we'll, every week uh, if I have a guest, I just give them time. We'll talk about the, their team if you want. Like you can pass. Like you're a Jags fan if you don't want to talk about it. I get it. Um, not to come off as like arrogant Packers fan, uh, but like I I really will. Like we could talk about the Jags for a minute. But uh, Ravens minus thirteen. I think you got to take them. It's they still got to win. They got to take care of business. Jags want to lose. Um, like Baltimore is getting to the point again um, where they are just killing teams on the ground, just gashing them um, every week over 200 yards on the ground lately, um, starting to play better. They had to win that Cleveland game. Now they're definitely looking like they're probably going to get in with the way their schedule shapes out. So I'm taking Ravens minus 13. The the Ravens have that little slump, and this is really where I think they come alive. They're going to win out, in my opinion, for the rest of the year. They got the Jags, Giants, and Bengals. It's easy money. Um, They're going to beat us by two touchdowns, I hope, because I am betting um, (laughs) on the Ravens spread in this one. I just think, you know, the Jags have been lucky enough to stay in some games that, you know, teams come in and they know they're playing the Jaguars. so yeah, I'd, I'd bang bang the Ravens in this one. Gardner Minshew will be playing, but that that Ravens defense is good. Yannick Ngakwe is playing against us this week, and uh, there's going to be something there. Calais Campbell playing against us this week. There's just a little bit, you know, it's hard to get up for a Jaguars game, but there's going to be some guys on that Ravens team that uh, can get up for this one. I think this is an easy one of the locks that you take and throw in a parlay if you're going to do some spreads. But to talk about the Jaguars, um, you know, it's it. This is this is familiar territory for us. It, even when we try to get the number one pick, we we we, we start oh, one and zero. The Colts. I'm sorry to laugh. I'm sorry. It, it's just but hilarious. I yeah. I look forward because this team. Um, I call, I should have mentioned this earlier. I call Baker Mayfield first round Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner is a good 
a good enough quarterback to be serviceable on a team that can make the wild card if there's weapons around them. The Jags just need to keep building. We have good receivers. We really um, hit hit the gold gold mine with uh, Robinson this year. He's the best rookie running back, and we got him undrafted, whereas the Colts had to go into the second round to get Jonathan Taylor. Um, we've got some pieces on defense. We fired Caldwell. So it's really one of these things that, you know, I'm, I'm excited about our future, which is always scary as a Jags fan, um, because what will happen, and this is just a Jaguar fan destiny, is we're going to draft Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence is going to be great. Zach Wilson will end up being a great quarterback. And Justin Fields is going to be a bust. <laughs> that that's how it goes as a Jags fan. It's, it's an everlasting hell where every decade we make a little run and then it's uh, right back to it. Yeah, I mean, you guys almost won in Lambo this year. I mean, Robinson's great, like you said. Uh, you're you do. You guys actually have some good receivers. I'm jealous of them. I mean, um, it's not a bad foundation. Like you mentioned, it's. I think it, it shouldn't like – if, if you actually hit on the quarterback, like how long of a turnaround are you really looking at, Philly? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have a lot of assets to a ton of – how many picks do you guys have coming in? Um, and, I, I mean, yeah, like I think I think it could be – I mean, Fields – what do you think of Fields? I mean, the Avi's Fields on Twitter, like, are you buying in or do you do – you, do you, or would you not – pick him do you think that bust is actually possible or that is that just jags jags type kind of like how we feel like just kind of how like something will always go wrong with the jazz right like some jags like there's like you just feel like if the jags get him it'll be bad or do you just not like just I'll, I'll use this reference and you'll know it all too well uh when the jazz draft in the top five we get Ennis Cantor, trey burke those those types dante exum um and the Jags are the yeah. same way. We get the Blackmans of the world. The only one, you know, we drafted Leonard Fournette at four. Like, it's it's one of these things where I, we, Ramsey, ha- bro, we, we had, had him, him and had that was a Ramsey. great draft, and the only guy on the team still is Miles Jack. Anyway, it's one of these things where I watch Justin Fields, and he's got everything. The one thing about Justin Fields is he's – like the like you'll you understand this. The beauty of Aaron Rodgers is he's throwing a ball to a receiver that's not at that spot yet, but he knows he's gonna be there. It's beautiful. Patrick Mahomes, all the greats do it. Justin Fields isn't good at that. Trevor Lawrence is. Um and that's something that you can develop to a point, but it scares me a little bit. I have been man, I, I hate it, but that Zach Wilson kid, like if I'm in the Jaguars front office, I'm really considering taking him over fields. He's got everything in, he's got the entire NFL Sunday package. Um, I love fields, but I just like, it really hurt to see a quarterback go lower again and end up working out. I think I'm actually with you. I like, I like what Zach Wilson better than fields. Like, I, I don't know how crazy that is. I'm sure that's a pretty hottish take, but, Man, Zach Wilson seems pretty good. I, the competition, like, what can I really say? Yeah, like that's <laughs> Zach Wilson. I mean, uh, Justin Fields has played against competition like that. I mean, yeah, that's totally true. But 
I think what you said is is so is is true about Fields. Um, and I, I mean, I am judging a lot of this. I really tuned into Fields a couple. I mean, they played like how many games? Is the, they're playing this week for their what fifth or fifth yeah. or sixth game this year? Um, it's just been such a shit show of a season. I mean, like, but I mean, the one game I really remember is the Indiana game. He really struggled. Um, there's uh, he's obviously great. You're you know we're kind of. But Zach Wilson to me is is really really, he's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, Jacksonville man, like I think like could you see a quick turnaround or do you think this is a long play for them? You know, I could see the quick turnaround. It's just so hard, like <laughs> hoping for it. I mean, it's it's all dependent on hitting right. on this quarterback, and our history of it is not good. You know, our, our last highly drafted quarterback was Blake Bortles. He really had a good rookie season. Um, but I think there's, you know, great quarterbacks are going to be great. I don't think if Aaron Rodgers was drafted anywhere else, he would have been a bust. But there is something to, you know, getting drafted to a good franchise that knows how to develop talent. And uh, the Jaguars aren't known for that, but he will have weapons yeah. right off the bat, whoever comes in. So, I, I am hopeful, but I'm not – I wouldn't put a bet on it. All right. Jags, Jags corner or whatever. Jags. I, I love the – I love the – I've said it to you. I think I've tweeted to you many times, but I love I loved that Jags team, man, that lost to the Pats. I mean, Miles Jack, I, that the play, we've talked about it on Twitter. We don't got to talk about it now, but – I, I feel your pain. I, I don't think I've jumped on a bandwagon quite that hard in a minute because <laughs> Green Bay didn't make the playoffs at all that year. Um, and so I was just like all in on that, on that Jags team. Cause I really loved Ramsey. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, but that was tough. That was tough. I felt your pain uh, in a way. Some... Uh, we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win that bitch. And uh, we should have gone to the Super Bowl and we should have won that <laughs> thing. We would have killed the Eagles still to this day. So <laughs> Would have exposed Nick Foles. It would have saved a lot of teams oh, a lot man. of heartbreak if you wouldn't have uh, if you guys would have if they would have taken care of business him in the Super Bowl. But um, all right, couple more games here to to go to um, Sunday. Um, trying to decide between a couple here, but we're gonna land on this one. It's not a great game, and it's actually. Yeah, it's not a good game. It's it's a game that if it comes on red zone, it's 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 Jets corner. It's it's the Jets. It's the Jets. They're playing. They're going to the Rams. The Rams are seventeen point favorites right now, minus eighteen hundred on the money line. Jets eleven to one. If you if you're interested in that Jets money line, um, but uh, I don't know, man. Like I kind of want to just take the Rams because I'm not sure how the Jets are going to score at all. Like, like Sam Darnold might die in this game. I don't want to make jokes about that, but Aaron Donald might snap him in half. And it's one of these things where, you know, they put up three points against the Hawks. Like, how are you going to put up seven against these guys? The only reason I feel comfortable taking that uh, Rams or the Jets plus is strictly because the Rams aren't that great of an offense. I, you know, I despise Jared Goff as a quarterback. I think it's sad that... You know, he that team has to rely on him to win them games. So, you know, if you're going to take the, the Jets plus 17, you know, you do it in hopes that the final score is 14 to three or 17 to three. 
I mean, if you have confidence in the Rams scoring points, you take the Rams in this one. But I, I see how the Jets offense does anything. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's gonna. I mean, if Goff just completely goffs it up, which I'm actually kind of thinking Goff's a bit. Like, I don't think he's gonna do that against a bad defense like the Jets. Um, like, so I kind of think the Rams sh- they should take care of business here. Um, but actually, that's it for the Sunday games. Um, Sunday night though was that Bre- that Browns game that we mentioned. Um, Monday night, one more game we got got to get to Steelers at Bengals suddenly on a slide the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, sitting at 11-2 after an 11-0 start uh they are 13 point favorites against the Brandon Allen led Cincinnati Bengals who actually has questionable next to him how do I know that because in a dynasty league i have brandon allen as my second quarterback we won't go deeper into how that happened um so steelers at Bengals. what do you think here easy to say Bengals plus 13 i just i i that last Bengals steelers game the steelers annihilated them they're coming off of two rough losses uh a Mike Tomlin team division game Monday night. I think they show up. I think they're able to really, I just don't think the Bengals are able to do much against this defense. Um, it's not my favorite game of the week, but I, I, I'd lay Steelers minus 13. And um, yeah, I just, the Bengals are bad. The Bengals should keep losing, you know, you like getting a top three pick again to protect Joe Burrow next year. Like there's no incentive to win this game. I'd, I'd play the uh, Steelers minus 13. Right. Like, I, I like I, I saw, in, like, how many sacks could Pittsburgh have? Like, Dallas really ate since you alive. Uh, and, like, so Pittsburgh's defense, this could really be a get-right game for their defense to have, like, seven or eight sacks, I feel like, to really dominate this game, take care of business, get back on track. They got to win. Buffalo's right on their heels for the – for the two spot um, because I mean, two, three, like we said, it might not matter a ton, but still you kind of want to have that round two game. If it happens at home. Um, so they got to, they got to keep winning. And I think they got to go take care of business here. And I think they, I think they will. I think they, they definitely, definitely take care of minus 13. They should be able to like, it's going to be, it's hard to envision since he's offense, not totally screwing up enough for them to score like that like Dallas really like we said the four fumbles inside the or three fumbles inside the inside Dallas territory really hurt them but Pittsburgh's defense should dominate here um couple more things and then we'll get out of here got a can't lose parlay for you every week I tweeted out sometimes it kept losing um it usually loses it wins last it won last week the can't lose parlay of the week that somehow, some way, inevitably it loses. Uh, you need to tell me how this one loses. Um, I think you're gonna like this one though. I I I I think should be able to. I mean, it's got to be. The rules are for this. It's got to be plus money, and this one is. We're sitting at plus one twenty two, so it's not great plus money, but it is plus money. A uh, bunch of money lines here. I'll read them, uh, the big ones off fast. 
Steelers, Rams, Ravens. Um, so going against the three worst teams right now in those ones. Then we got the Browns money line. Me and you both mm-hmm. like minus six there. And then we got the Packers money line. Um, that's plus twenty plus one twenty two. Do you like that? Do you think that gets screwed up by? I I, I absolutely that? love that one, especially on the money line. Um, you know, every Sunday they find a way a way to screw you over. But no, I I absolutely love that. And uh, you know, sitting here on a Thursday, can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose on a Thursday, and it'll. Uh, can't wait for Green Bay to be down like seventeen six or something exactly. on Saturday night. Um, but yeah, that's a that's that's the one I had for you. And give me a Rudy Gobert. Both Jazz fans, uh, tortured Jazz fans, mm-hmm. I think is fair to say. Um, what? Give me your Rudy Gobert prediction. I'll just. Point blank, super max. Does, does he go into the season with an extension? Do we go into the season with none of this getting done? Is it hanging over the team? Does he get the deal at the last minute? Um, think I think we go into the season without him getting a contract um, unless he's willing to come down, which it kind of sounds like he isn't. Um, and I think the Jazz are going to play the long game on this, looking at him as okay, so we're going to see how you play this year. We're going to you know, gamble that teams aren't going to offer you the money we're going to offer you when the free agency rolls around. And yeah, I think it's going to be sadly one of the things that kind of looms over us throughout the year that people are talking about that takes away from, you know, just the comfort of knowing we have this team here for a couple more years. Um, And I can't, you know, disparage either party for it. Uh, If I'm the Jazz I don't want to pay him right. what he's asking. And if I'm Rudy Gobert, I'm going, okay, if you're not going to pay me that, like some stupid team is going to pay me that when the summer hits. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to be sitting with it. I uh, I do you – know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Rudy, but I do have a parlay for you as well. Yes, love to hear both. Uh, love to do both. Give me your so I'm doing it on spreads on uh, my bookie. You can get this plus five fifty four, which uh, means that it is not a can't lose. <laughs> but um, I love I love Chiefs good. minus three with the Hawks minus six and the Dolphins minus one and a half. The Dolphins are going to be the one that loses you that game if you're listening and there's a different spread you like more than that Dolphins minus one and a half. Throw that in. Keep the Hawks and the Chiefs in there. Bet just the Hawks or the Chiefs, but that's my uh, three-teamer for this weekend. I like it. I like it. How are the Pats going to win that game? <laughs> They're going to do it, aren't they? I just <laughs> watch and, them do it. <laughs> like it's it's the one that like I just it just looks at me. It's just staring at me. I want to put a lot on Miami, dude. Like they just they got to have it. Their schedule's tough after this. You know they're in the playoff hunt. Um, it seems like New England is, like, toast, right? Like, any good defense can lock them Things up. Things that, um, the, that the Dolphins and... used to do where, you know, the Pats would go down there week 17, home field advantage on the line, Dolphins have nothing to play for, and they win. And so it's it's a role reversal this time around. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those that the Pats are going to find a way to win that game. I can feel it already. 
Oh, that would be tough. It's going to cost gamblers all over the place. Um, but I like it. Uh, hopefully the Hawks lose, though, dude, to be honest. But, <laughs> uh, can't let the hate go. I can't let it go. Uh, but, yeah, man, like Rudy, though, whew, it's tough because I like you, you. I think you really hit it on the head. Like both parties have such a such a good case. They're both right. Like, you know, like. Rudy has any any right to ask for how much ever he wants because you're right. He has that leverage that's sitting over him, like sitting over the Jazz, I mean. Like some team is going to cough that type of money up at some point in next free agency. He's going into next free agency now with Giannis on the Supermax with Milwaukee um, as, with, as Kawhi is a free agent. We'll see, like Paul George just resigned. We'll see what happens with Kawhi there. Uh, but it, say Kawhi takes an extension, and if he's back with the Clippers, Rudy could go in as the number one free agent, um, or at very worst, number two. Like, that's incredible leverage, but you're right. Like, it's tough for the Jazz to pay him that money. It, it, the Supermax, no. I mean, there was a report, I think, today, I'm sure you saw it, that he's asked for that, and it's – they it, it, it um, it that I, I totally get why the Jazz have said no to that. Uh, committing that type of money to a def- defensive center, um, it's tough. It's just, it's tough. Um, as great as Rudy is, as great as Rudy is, he's not. I don't think, in my opinion, a guy worth a supermax contract. To be fair to him, I don't know who I'd say is really like. Um. I think in some ways the Dame contract is too much, <laughs> uh, like in a way, uh, like those Supermax deals are insane. Like they're just, it's so much money to one guy. And at that position where he's not even handling the ball, I mean, how can you really justify that? A regular Max, fine, like fine, because I'd rather keep him than lose him. Um, but what do you think? Like, what do you think of Rudy? Just Rudy, like, I guess, like it, it, he's such a, interesting character um he definitely wants his money he deserves to ask for it but it's going to be interesting to see it plays out i think it goes into the season as well these players that analytics just overrate the hell out of them and like i like rudy i'm not one of these we all know the jazz fans that will defend him to the death um i like rudy but super maxing a guy like that and even really maxing a guy like that puts you in a portland situation where you've got Dame, you've got CJ, sir, you know, we, it'd be better than that little combo, but it's, what, what are you doing it for? You're not going to win a chip if you have Mitchell and Rudy on those max extensions. It's just very obvious. I'm, you know, in the, <laughs> the people wouldn't like this, but I'm in the camp that you, you, you tried to trade him. And if, if you can't find a trade worth it, you see how the season goes, you let them walk, you kind of you keep faves around, you see what Doc Doak can turn into, and uh, you kind of explore 3 and D guys and what you can get out on the market, and you let a team like, you know, Detroit give him max money or the Knicks or some team that, you know, is prone to do something like that. Because to be honest, and this would piss off the other half that, of Jazz fans that we know, 
if Mitchell was in the same position with the numbers he has and he was up for a super max contract, it'd be like, I get it if you give him the max. He's worth a lot of money to this team, to the sales, all that. But I wouldn't be hyped on that either. It's it's a, it's a handicap for uh, small markets. And there's really only five to seven guys in the league that deserve a super max. And Rudy isn't one of them. So. I'm with you. It's it's tough. How are you feeling about the team going into the season though? Like that's the that's the thing. Like this is going to hang over the team, and it's really going to suck. Uh, I'm, I'm I I I think uh, not like a, I'm not sound like breaking any new. Like I don't know anything, but like I think definitely if they're sitting at a certain place in the West, like if this doesn't go the way they need to, and it's not done come deadline, like they got to be looking to explore that. Um, from like everyone I listen to, like on, like Tony Jones has said this pretty much tw- flat out tweeted, like they can't, they were, aren't going to get a very appealing package for Rudy. Um, that might make a trade unlikely, especially since they want to contend this year, I feel like, but how do you feel about the team going into this year? Cause I kind of really like it. I, I, I think it's set up well to win this year. Hopefully this I mean, I feel like distraction-wise, last year they had a couple of things and they were able to play through it. Like, I'm not a big, this is going to ruin the team type guy. Um, I think they're looking, sitting pretty well going into the season. They've looked pretty well in preseason given given what that, you know, granted preseason. I, I look at this team and I'm excited about it. It's it, excited to the point of, you know, when we had D-Will and Booze and Okur and who was the face that kicked us out? The Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's our best case scenario is a loss to the Lakers or the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, which I'd be more than happy with, you know. But love it. I, I <laughs> it's funny how we both just said like we'd love that at like the same time. It's just true. It's just where we're at right now. Beating with the best player in the world in the Western Conference Finals, like sweet, you know. Um, but yeah, I I I like people forget that that first year of Rubio under Snyder didn't look good. It it wasn't that appealing. You know, we did well, but it really wasn't like no one was sold on Rubio, but he got better as the, as the time with the jazz went on. I think players in the second, third year under Quinn um, do a lot better. I love the idea that Mike, you know, isn't going to be dog shit this year. I think Bojan could have it. <laughs> could have a better year this year. I really like uh, what we're seeing from Oni. And, you know, I'm one of those who uh, – it is preseason, like you said, but uh, I like these two guys that we drafted, man. I uh, I like the future. Mm-hmm. They're deep. They seem really deep. They got more scoring than they have in a really long time. They play up and down, which is not how they – like they like they don't, you know, like it. And you'd hope that their defense can get back to pretty good. Like, I'm not going to expect what they used to be as terms of the best defense in the NBA or one of the best defenses in the NBA. Um, but hopefully, like, top 10 range, top, you know, top defense, one of the top better defenses in the league with DeFay's back, like, shouldn't just completely fall off the earth when Rudy steps off the floor now. Um, bench should be better, like, I don't see any reason why they couldn't – I mean, maybe it's really this is Homer time, but, like, I don't see any reason why they couldn't – with the Lakers kind of – at least I'm expecting to 
kind of take the regular season a little more lighter this year. Um, Clippers, who knows? Like, they kind of seem to have a lot in the air. Like, this is a Jazz team that if they, like, won the most games in the West or finished as a top three seed, I wouldn't be blown away. I wouldn't be shocked. I think they have that type of ceiling. Um, but I'm sure something will go wrong. We got to put that, that in there. It, it, um, it's, but, it's one of yeah, those man. things with the Jazz this year where you look at them and – well, the biggest problem with the Lakers and their competitors last year is they didn't have big guys to go at AD, and we had that. Like, Rudy, that's the thing that is the super max value for Rudy is an AD matchup, a Jokic matchup. So, no, I get excited about it, and, uh, you know, Donovan takes a step up, and our guys keep, you know, growing and playing better. Like, who knows, you know? Um, and like I said, we'll lose to the Lakers or the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, but the expectations are what they should have been last year, right? <laughs> right, right. Like, that's what that's the kind of year I'm expecting this year. And it's kind of come, going under the radar. Like, you don't hear a lot of national guys, which is fine. I don't care. Like, I'm not one of those jazz fans that bitch about, oh, no one talks about. I honestly don't care. Um, but they really are kind of being, like, more under the radar this year in terms of, what people are expecting from them as whereas last year everyone's like oh they could make the western conference finals i'm kind of expecting that type of year this year and if they don't and if they kind of disappoint again um i don't know like what what would be your mindset if that happened <laughs> if they if it did if it doesn't work out it, it's it... i guess it would obviously depend on what happened but like in terms of giving that money to Gobert, then if they were to say lose in round one again, I think my opinion changes. I mean, maybe that's reactionary and totally not fair, but um, I think my opinion would change a bit. Get spooky. I look at us as you know the Browns when they when they everyone was hyped on them last year and they just suck. You know we didn't suck, but we weren't Western Conference contenders like everyone thought we would be. And this year, you know, we're actually going to get it, but. No, if, if it didn't go well and we lost round one again this year, it'd be spooky. If it was, unless there was like some injury there, you know, a Donovan Mitchell injury, something like that. But other than that, yeah, I, it, it would, especially if we paid Gobert, it would be one of those things where you're kind of looking around, how, how do we get out of this one? Um, so cross our fingers, hope that doesn't happen, but. <laughs> season's close it's crazy it's uh i'm glad it's coming back i'm really excited for this year um all right man uh i think we hit a lot i think it was a really good conversation you're gonna have to promise me to come back on at at some point um playoffs (laughs) nba talk around that range it would be my pleasure um yeah it's been an awesome conversation man uh how about you give the listeners a, a shout out? Follow you on on Twitter. You're the 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 goat. You you got you got some stands. Uh, if you come at him, expect expect a bit of a response. He's got a bit of a a bit of a following, I'd say. Um, I expect it, like uh, I expect him to react to his pod as we tweet out the link. The the Grayson stands. Um, I'm actually one. I'm actually a Grayson stand. So. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, only a couple hundred followers on uh, Twitter. It's uh, Vibes McGee, at Vibes McGee. Um, got Justin Fields, as you mentioned, as the Abby. And, uh, yeah, all things Jags and Jazz. And if you 
you don't like someone who talks like a sailor, don't give me a follow because uh, <laughs> I like to cuss and I, I like to gamble. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Hey, next time, next time we'll, uh, we'll turn up the cussing and the, and uh, we'll really, we'll really, cause I'm the same way on Twitter. Uh, can't help it. Um, just sounds better. Oh, it yeah. looks better. I feel like with, uh, with an F bomb in the middle, <laughs> but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, this is going to do it guys for another episode of the low expectations podcast. I've been your host. Uh, this has been Grayson. and we're signing off. Thanks guys. Hey, thanks, man, for doing that. It was fun, dude. Yeah, man, thanks. I'll send you a link of it when it comes out. I'll tweet it at you. Put it on. and uh, Yeah, dude, enjoyed it. It was fun. Good luck this weekend. And uh, talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Hopefully the Jets win. I'm hoping the Jets win now for you. (laughs) So, uh, go Jets. Especially beat the Rams. Uh, Yeah, appreciate it, man. Have a good night.